Welcome to Don't Be Alarmed, We're Negroes, the podcast where we take a colorful look at life, diversity, and the game of golf from the other side of the green. Over the next hour and change, you will definitely hear explicit perspectives penetrating your ear. Enjoy! Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. Negro, please. Greet Negroes. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. Welcome to Don't Be Alarmed. We're Negroes is E Mitch on the mic, and I got my brother Suge on the other mic himself. But Suge, I have something for you special today. Give me an in. Give me an in. In. Give me an E. E. Give me a G. G. Give me a R. R. O. O. S. S. And what does that spell, brother? Negroes. And we in the building. What's happening with you? Chilling, chilling, man. We on uh, podcast 21. So our uh, you know, we are officially of age and ready to drink. Yes, indeedy. Hey, give us a rundown for this week. This episode, as always, we're gonna cover the Tiger News of the Week. Uh, we're gonna get into last week's recaps of the 2021 US Open. Uh what a what a great finish uh in in the major uh last weekend. Uh, the Maher LPGA Classic for Simply Give. And we're going to get into this week's Travelers Championship, the KPMG Women's PGA Championship, their major, their second major of the year. We're going to get into a, a cool diversity story about how cycling organizations are pushing for diversity and getting more people involved in the sport uh, with our special guest. We're going to get into the front nine top boxers, uh, boxer rankings, so that your top nine list of boxers of all time. Back nine, pars and prep. Going to get into the box box state cycling club and what skills translate from cycling into other sports like golf. We're going to get into our weekly segment. What are we hating on? The gigging song of the week, tangible assets by Larry June uh, from the newly dropped orange print. Going to give he blessed us with another banger, y'all. So can't wait to get into that one. Going to close out the show with our final shout outs. And uh, that's it. E. Nice. Well, our guest this week. It's from my fam. We grew up together. He's Colorado's version of Deion Sanders. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a jet setter. Smart, can play golf. Any sport you put in front of him, he's going to get at you. I'm introducing my fam, Martin Jones. What's happening, fam? What's up, fam? Man, that's... uh. That's quite the intro, and I appreciate it, man. And, you know, give me warm and fuzzies. All right. <laughs> and it's true. He's a Hall of Famer, y'all. Don't hate on his skills for sure. Man, I appreciate it, man. All right. So let's uh, let's get into our Tiger News of the Week. Um, there's a video um, making its rounds of Tiger getting on his journey to get healthy. Um, you see him walking to and forth. To and forth uh from a SUV and uh hugging people and 
doing things. It looks like he's happy and he's getting healthy. So, Suge, what say you about Tiger and his status? I, it's great. I think it's good to see him out there. Um, then posting some videos to give, you know, I, I I don't think just to give people a glimpse. I think um, I think he's he's the type of a, a person that's going to push um, himself to the limit, even in recovery. So to see him kind of up and mobile, that's a very reassuring sign for all of the fans, man. So love to see it, and um, you know, hoping that uh, hoping that there's no setbacks and the man can just just get healthy and get better, man. We want to see him out there swinging that club. What say you, fam, on on Tiger being out and about and and doing his thing? Man, yeah, it's incredible, man. I mean, considering what kind of injury he had, I mean, just to see him up in mobile, that's that's awesome. That's an awesome sight. You know, I, I I can't wait to see him come back from it. You know, he's always been one. You know, after all the scandals and all that, you know, there's so many people that just count him out, man. You know, and he keeps proving people wrong. So that. You know, I'm a big Tiger fan, so I just want to see him, you know, have him come back, you know, win a couple more tournaments. Yes, indeed. I totally agree with you. It'll be good to see him out there. Um, You know, I know it's hard for him to sit there and and watch the sport. Um, Ricky Fowler said it's hard that he he missed this major and he's sitting on the sidelines and he had to watch, you know, everyone win and and participate in that. Let's flip it. So Tiger brought a lot of money to the game of, of golf for sure. Um, before that, you know, the money was was decent. And so there's an article out there um, that talks about the total winnings uh, for these golfers out there. And it actually surprised me a little bit on uh, how much people were making. But the one that drew attention to me was Phil. Phil is getting that bread. I ain't even gonna lie. Phil is Phil is is getting that money. Yeah, and that's one thing about Phil, man. He he plays in a lot of tournaments, and he's not you know going to win a bunch of majors and nothing like that. But he's a grinder, man. He's been in the game for a long time. Uh, I, I'm a I'm a lefty fan there too, so um, uh, you know him making that much. Yeah, definitely a surprise seeing him make that much money, man. I was surprised with some of the old time golfers making that much money. I wasn't sure if this article was uh, like translating into today's type money or if that's old school money and what it would translate into today's money. Sure, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. because they they had they had fuzzy out there at ten million, which is, I mean, I guess at that time was a lot of money for sure. It's still a lot of money, mm-hmm. but when you kind of look at, I mean, Jason Duffner had fourteen million, and you, people are like, who? Like you don't hear about Duffner no no more in the golf circles at all. Mm-hmm. Um David Duvall is getting his money, but I mean he's you know, he's he's still around the game of golf a little bit. Um I don't know, Dude, like what, it's wild, man. Yeah, it is. I mean Justin Thomas getting thirty million dollars. I'm sure that, that amount has uh, decreased a little bit after his little slip up and and Polo dropped him, but uh, he'll be he'll yeah. be all right, but yeah. but I mean that I mean when you when you look at the top guys on that list though I mean the amount of bread is is significantly different man so you're going from like you start going from like fifty you know as you get towards the top of the list and some are hitting towards seventy five but then you kind of hit a plateau and then it's like over a hundred million yeah on, you know and then it goes to like then you go to Tiger's shit. And it's it's eight hundred million or wait what what yeah eight hundred million for Tiger yeah man Palmer is seven hundred million 
I mean, shit. I just wish just I could kick myself in the ass for not picking up golf clubs from like day one. You, you know who was surprising was DJ only had fifty million on this yeah. list, whereas like Rory had a hundred and fifty million. But I mean, right. it it was shocking to see that that little difference between uh, Rory and DJ. And DJ been the number one golfer for I mean a lot of days. Wow. Yeah, and I think this these earners include uh, endorsements. And, you know, Rory yeah. signed that big deal with Nike back in the day. Sure. So I think that, you know, that contributes to his 150. But, yeah, I was surprised about DJ. I was really surprised about um, Gary Player, $250 million back in that day. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. Oh, man. Yeah, that's crazy. And you see, you see Phil, like you were saying, you know, uh, like Phil is – he stay, he stays – you know, in the public eye, man. So I can definitely see how all of his endorsements and, and all the things that he's doing is definitely helped him, you know, helped him professionally and, and, you know, money wise too. Well, and it helped him that he, you know, he did win a major this year. So, so look for, for that, that money amount to, to increase. Well, that wraps it up for our, tiger news of the week and our golf news of the week um let's swing over to golf so rich give us a look into the 2021 u.s open man i know there was a lot of our listeners out there that were checking this out all weekend you know even if you weren't uh even if you weren't able to watch in person i know that i kept checking you know trying to check updates and things like that man but Man, John uh, John Rom he he made Sunday his day. He took charge uh, yeah. from the beginning. Couple of shots, he was real aggressive. You know, um, he did everything he needed to do uh, to take that championship and that major away to win the 2021 U.S. Open uh, for the first major title of his career. And it was on Father's Day, man. This this guy just had a, a son not too long ago at the age of 26. So congratulations to that man. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel bad for that dude. Cause he's, as we kind of talk about like Tony Finau and, and being second place and well, I thought you was talking about there. his teeth, man. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. His, his, his chiclets too, is that those things are real. And my wife was on his front piece. Tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. He'd be, be gnawing on some apples and shit, dog. You ain't going to see nothing left. Uh, yeah. but yeah, Oosthuizen, man, that, I don't know what's up with that dude, but you know, he, this is not the first time that this has happened to this guy. It seems like it's a kind of a pattern with him. Um, he gets caught up in the pressure of the moment. Uh, but Rom again, getting back to the man who finished it, uh, with the two seventy eight, uh, with a minus six and taking home 2.25 mil to, uh, you know, big time players take advantage, uh, and win championships. And that's what he did. Mm-hmm. Man, he's been playing good golf too, man. Even that tournament he had to get uh he pulled out of because of COVID. I mean, he wasn't he leading that tournament too? Mm-hmm. Or up there at the top. Yeah, he's been playing some good golf, man. Um he can hit that ball. It's it's crazy. Yeah, and and you know what's interesting about Rom, right, is that he he had to stay focused because he he had to know he was losing all the way up. And it wasn't until the last couple of holes he made some incredible putts. I mean, mm-hmm. you want to talk about some balls? This guy put them all out there. He rubbed his sack on the course, man, and just went ahead yeah, and and, and, <laughs> and dropped them. Didn't um, he uh, birdie seventeen and eighteen? Yeah, he did. 
And oh, that's what, what yeah, helped him win that's it. That's clutch. Yeah, that's clutch. And he he was kind of just when you kind of I, I was watching him as he was approaching that, you know, that 18 T, you could see it. He was like, fuck a playoff. Yeah, I'm gonna go out here and if I can win this, I'm I'm about to do that. And it was cool to see that because you you see a lot of guys struggle or lose, you know, just lose it. They kind of just lose all track of where they are. I've seen it in the ladies' tournaments as well, where you know there's a significant lead, and then the get you get to the final round, and that shit dwindles real quick. And John Rom again made the made the best of that. I'm very upset because. You know, I had Bryson, and Bryson was making a charge, and then he got to that back nine, and do 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 do, and just fell apart. Yeah, I some you know he said that I think it was last week where he was he changed something with his grip or something like that. So I think you know that might have something to do with it. I can feel him on the grip thing. My driver, I something's going on with my grip. I don't know what's going on, so maybe it's the same as Bryson. You know, we're both yeah, with the I'm, nerdy family. Yeah, I mean, Bryson had decent second and third round. Uh, you know, I don't know. That 77 on Sunday, uh, yeah, you, you can't be doing that. That's, that's what <laughs> doesn't separate you from the rest. I mean, Bryson, he's, he's an awesome golfer, but you can't come into the final day shooting 77, period. For sure. I and mean, I was really disappointed with uh, Rory, too, man. He came out, you know, he, he – he had a shot to come up there, but uh, that's 73 he shot. He, you know, some people just, you know, get in that rut when they have the yips and, you know, their mental just, like you said, you lose focus. And I think that's what uh, Bryson did, Rory did. You know, you, you got to you gotta somehow filter that out. And that's, you know, with Tiger, you know, he, he uh, has a thing with self-meditating before he shot, which is incredible. You know what I'm saying? He actually got that, that self-meditation from a, uh, I think it's a baseball book. Um, there was a pitcher huh. that wrote a book on self-meditation, um, just clearing your mind before, you know, each inning or, you know, each pitch. And, it, it, I mean, it just keeps you just ready. I got to find out what book that was. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll shoot it to you guys once I yeah. find what it is. That'd yeah. be dope, man. That, that makes sense, though. I mean, trying to. I mean, especially in a professional sense. I mean, I, I for the amateur man, you're thinking about all kinds of shit. I gotta, you know, I gotta pay this bill after I, you know, get out of the round, or you know, I gotta go get gas after this, or you know, whatever, whatever. I mean, for us, I think it's a, um, a little bit crazy to try to do that. But I think it, we try it, man. You know what I mean? Try to clear your mind. But I think it's from a professional standpoint, definitely makes sense to try to, you know, shot to shot. Because I think you have to. I mean, that you've got so much riding on the line um, between each shot. Well, you know, and some of us amateurs, we we believe that shit too. But it is really not that serious. You know, uh, speaking of good shots and getting their mojo back, let's roll over to the ladies, though. The mm-hmm. ladies' Meta Hill Championship. Reg, give us a rundown of who won and what happened. Yeah, Nelly Corda. Uh, she she kind of just took that uh, again she had the opportunity and seized that she finished with a 263 uh a minus 25 goodness for the tourney i mean that's ridiculous yeah um she took home 345,000 again back to to kind of minimal bread um and she turns in a 67 in the final round so cap you know uh quarter captures her fifth title of the career 
and her second of 2021. So, you know, um, there's there's a lot of tournaments coming up. I think she's playing pretty, you know, she's playing outstanding golf right now, her and her sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll be interesting because they're coming up on their on the on their second major of the year, too. And, you know, I, I kind of see that that, you know, that good golf trend continuing with both of them. And they definitely got a chance this next weekend. Yeah, no, 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 no doubt. It was, I mean, a lot of us have picked the quarter sisters over the weeks. And we we're like, hey, once they get on top, they'll be there. And we got one of them. They played well. Um, you know, I. it's almost weird because the golf world is waiting for them to move the needle. Um, every article you kind of read is focused on the quarter sisters and, uh, you know, everything like that. And I appreciate it. And uh, I did throw them in the mix. So that was my pick. You know, you you picked them in. You know, you, you did well this week and you, you got Rom right. And a couple of other guys got Rom right. But uh, uh, we got the quarter sisters right this week. So, hey, fam, what do you think about the quarter sisters? Yeah, I, I can't even front, man. I don't watch too much LPGA. But the thing that stood out to me is when you were – Stating the earnings, man, it's, it's 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 really sad that there's such a big discrepancy in pay between women's uh, professional golf and men's. I mean, I know the sponsorship for men's is a lot more, but man, it, it, just seeing that discrepancy is it's it's kind of uh, disheartening, bro. Like you know, they, they should be earning a little bit more, man. It's it's just crazy. Yeah. Not- I think you have, you're 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 on to a lot there, man. And I think the more that they're on TV and the opportunity that they have to share the game that they play and the quality of the game that they play, I think that'll you know it'll start to change. And I don't know, I don't, you know, I don't know if it'll ever be equal. But I mean, it, I think it's time to start trying to at least level the playing, you know, the playing field, man. Because yeah. some of the some of the golf, man, that these ladies are playing is is outstanding. It, it really is. I mean, right. again, a minus twenty five. Yeah, jeez. I mean, who, come on, yeah. man. Really? She, she's yeah. getting on. She's getting not, on my head for no, sure. Yeah, don't get me wrong. It's not chump change, but at the same time, yeah. seeing what what did you say, John Ron made two point three? Oh yeah. Versus yeah, I mean, come on now. But you know, like you said, hopefully, um, you know, people realize the talent that's out there. Uh, more sponsors to get involved to. to like you said, even that playing field as far as pay goes, because that's man, that's just crazy. It is, man. But I, I, I wouldn't yeah. mind taking home that you know bread for that you know that much bread for a tournament. I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's not chump change, but <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Well, speaking of tournaments, we have uh, some good tournaments coming on this weekend, and you can't be out there without skincare and protection. And sometimes you just need to lather up. And protect that smooth, silky skin. So, for your eyes only aesthetics, give us a rundown. Hey, golfer, gals, and gents. This is Ashley Knight, founder and owner of For Your Eyes Only Aesthetics. Plan on hitting the links? Then you need sunscreen. 80% of all skin aging comes from the sun. So, protect yourself while you're on the green with Image Skincare, available only through a trusted esthetician like me. When I'm outdoors, my go-to sunscreen is the Prevention Plus Daily Ultimate Protection Moisturizer, SPF 50. A friend of this podcast is a friend of mine. So enter a coupon code, don't be alarmed, at checkout and you will receive 20% off your order. Again, 
Enter coupon code Don't Be Alarmed at checkout to receive 20% off all orders. You can find us at www.youreyesonlyesthetics.com. Again, that's www.youreyesonlyesthetics.com. Appreciate it, Black Barbs, for, for spelling that out for us and getting our skin right. So let's roll into the travelers. My cousin's traveling and he's recording from the, the airport. So Suge, roll in the info for the Travelers Championship. Oh, the Travelers is going to take place this weekend at the TPC River Highlands course out there in uh, Cromwell, Connecticut, out there in the Boston area. Uh, for you know, emo, we got a we got a homeboy emo who's a Patriots fan. So, <laughs> you know, since we're talking about his area out there, yeah, we just want to give you a little shout out too. Hey, but for New England, we want to we want to give you something very special. These nuts. Okay, now you can continue. <laughs> Thank you for that. So it's a, it is a private club, which I'm not surprised out that way. Uh, for a par of seventy. Uh, the total yards of the course is 6,841. This was a course designed by Robert uh, Robert J. Moss and Maurice Ken, uh, Kearney back in 1928. So uh, old and dusty. Old and dusty. <laughs> and uh, Pete Dye updated this uh, this course back in 1982 along with Bobby Weed, um, an update in 1989. So this course has a 72.7 course rating on the scale. Uh, this course, uh, actually, the weekend, the total purse for the weekend is seven point four million. DJ was the twenty twenty winner with the <clears throat> with the final score of um, two sixty one and finished with a minus nineteen. So one of them, you know, crazy scores again. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that'll happen this weekend, mm-hmm. but we'll see. And uh, this, the Travelers, has actually been a, a tournament event since nineteen eighty four. So you know, it should be a good weekend. Um, I know that uh, might be a little cold out that way so you might not have your your typical conditions that you've seen over the last couple of weeks but um you know we'll see what happens at this course well it's already going as we're recording right now and um you know the odds are out there so while looking kind of watching them and and making my picks um my pick was bubba right and uh, I just like what Bubba's doing and his swag and everything. I don't know what he ended up with today as we're recording, but uh, he had the wolf gray low top Jordan cleats on, and he was just out there getting it. Um, I was hoping that, yeah, I was hoping Ricky would make some noise, and we'll see if DJ and Brooks, some of the big dogs, right? Because, I mean, there's some big dogs in here. We got DeChambeau, we got Kepka. We got DJ out here. You got Cantalay. You got to consider him. Tony Finau is playing. Um, there's definitely some big dogs and big names playing in this one. But I'm going I'm to roll with Bubba this weekend. Fam, what about you? Mm, that's a good pick. Uh, man, there's some there's some good groups out there, too. I think Bubba was playing with Phil this, uh, today. Man, if I had a pick, I, I hope that's DJ uh, repeats, man. He's uh, – I don't know if he's won lately, but, uh, man – just, just I like his swing, man. Uh, you know, he, he's familiar with the course, so I, I'd, I'd like to see DJ repeat this year. Yep, something just ain't curling over yet with DJ, but when it does, yeah. watch out. And I think a little extra fire for him is he dropped in the world number one, so now he's number two. 
Mm-hmm. Um, let's yep, see yep. if that's some motivation for him because he seems to just he has a uh, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. He just chills, you know, and it's whatever. He just plays golf and it's fun, and I can turn it on and off as I can. So maybe he'll turn it on for that. Suge, mm-hmm. what you got? Yeah, I, since it, I mean, it's it's going to be. I think that you're going to again. I I, I want to say with this tournament, you know, coming off of uh, one of the majors, I think that what you're going to see is somebody that hasn't hasn't maybe won yet or won earlier in the year, but now is is uh, you know you haven't maybe haven't seen them in a while. So I want to go with somebody maybe like a Sam Burns. Um, I also thought about a Patrick Cantlay because I think seeing you know his opportunity last week he had some opportunities but i think yeah even in in kind of hearing how he talked he was just like it's, it's a tough course it just wasn't my week so i think he's going to be motivated and uh i think i'm just going to go with those two i'm gonna leave it at those two this week i like it and the course should play super tough uh from what i saw today the undulation is a little rough out there on the greens and so we're uh we're gonna. People are gonna have to make putts, and you're gonna have to choose how you attack these greens because there's there's a lot of balls going into water today. Mm-hmm. So we'll oh, see. You know, one guy I think uh, I'd like just just cool to see back out there is Jason Day. He's actually out there playing again. I think he had taken some yeah. uh, events off, but it's cool. That's, I like always watching him play. So it's cool to see him back out there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm looking at the leaderboard. There's not too many big names up there. Mm-mm. I should have checked this before I gave you my pick. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you look at it, though, right, like at least one through 12, there's no big names yeah. in there. It's tough. Yep, it is. There's still time. There is. Yeah. Golf is one of those sports, man. It can flip like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see tomorrow. Speaking of major tournaments that we had last week, the women are playing in a major this week. Should give us a rundown on that. Oh, this one's going to be dope. I actually might watch this more than the Travelers. Uh, th- this is going to be at the Atlanta Athletic Club, uh, which is in Johns Creek, Georgia. Par of 72 with a total yardage of 6,831 yards. This course was, de- was designed by Robert Trent Jones and John Lee back in 2003. And it was uh, it was recently redesigned by uh, Reese Jones. Um so that course should actually play really, really difficult. I think this weekend it's going to be a little hotter than usual down in that area. So the ladies will have to, you know, battle not only with the humidity, but kind of the heat. Um, as E mentioned, this is <clears throat> this is definitely a major. This is the second one of 2021. And uh, this major event was actually uh, it was it was started back in 1955. Your 2020 uh, winner was Say Young Kim. And uh, the total, this is we getting back to the right kind of bread for these ladies for this tournament. Um, $4.5 million is the total purse. So this one will be interesting. Um, There's there's a lot of ladies that are playing good golf right now. So what do you guys think about this weekend? Yeah, fam, go ahead and give your picks and who you think is going to take it. Uh, They're playing right now. Um, And so. Yeah, like I I said, man, I'm not too familiar with uh, too many female golfers, but. Man, shoot! I, yeah, you you went with the quarter sisters last week. I, I think if they're if they're up at the top of this leaderboard this week, they, one of them might have a shot. Nice. Um, 
Yeah. So I think I will watch this one. Just okay. to get familiar with some of the names, you know. There you go. I like it. Yeah, I'm gonna roll with you. I'm gonna go with the Quarter Sisters. I'm gonna go with Nelly Quarter. Uh the you know, after she played so well last week. Why not? Uh, you stay hot. And then my sleeper is one of the sisters, man. Let's see if she can get up there, at least in the top till, top 10. I'm going to go with Mariah Stackhouse from Stanford. You know, she she's out there playing. Let's see see if she can get in the top 10 by the end of the weekend. Uh, so that's my sleeper, Shug. Yeah, I'm, I like that. So there was a lady that won a couple weeks back, uh, Austin uh, Ernst. I think she has a chance to play really good. She's been she's been kind of towards the top of, you know, or or being able to be in contention. Um, so I think she's playing some really good golf. Uh, Patty Tavatana kid. Um, oh she's shit! With that last, you know what I'm saying? Getting better oh, with the last shit. Names. But yes, yeah, I think you know I think she definitely has a chance. Um, and you can never count out the quarters. Uh, they're both right there. I mean, I think the. They're they're both only back a couple of um couple of shots. So, you know, anything can happen. Um, you know, this is this is a serious tournament and those those ladies get serious, man. So, you know, it'll be it'll be cool to see kind of the the round around, but that final round is gonna be the one to watch. Agreed. So they're determined and uh one of the most determined people I know is my is my fam, Martin. And uh you know, he puts his head to it and he gets down to it and goes and he did something special. And he has this box state cycling club out here. My fam rides miles, gets it done. And uh, he's found a passion with this cycling. You know, he was he was uh, all pro in football and doing all these things. And uh, now he's on 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 the two wheels. Um, and so uh, give us a rundown of this box state cycling club. Yeah, so I, you know, I created the Box State Cycling Club as a, a cycling club for you know bike people, BIPOC, so um, Black, Indigenous, people of color, um, just to promote health, promote activity amongst our community. And uh, you know what I'm trying to do with this cycling club is, um, get, you know, there's a lot of diverse cycling clubs out there that are pretty much doing the same thing, promoting inclusivity if that's how you say it and diversity in the cycling community um so you know there's a lot of um you know people of color that you know aren't as healthy as that we should be so the the mission of our our cycling club is you know to be seen to, to let you know folks like me you you know just see that we're out here riding for our health you know um, for me, when I first started riding, I started riding in 2018 as a way of just clearing my mind. It was, it was more of a therapy for me because um, it was right after my dad had passed. And, you know, it was it, it wasn't the best of times. So I needed to find a, an outlet to, um, you know, like I said, just clear my mind, you know, meditate and, you know, just have some me time. So as I started, um, I started riding with another individual. Uh, you guys know it's uh, Francois Baptiste. He got me riding. Yep. Um, so we, you know, we just started riding and then, you know, slowly but surely I was just falling in love with it and, you know, it became a lifestyle. So my next step was like, you know, what else can I, how can I help promote this among other, you know, uh, people of color? Um, it, 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 the Box State Cycling Club is not just for people of color, but we do focus on these folks just because um, the resources that uh, our people may not have is, uh, 
uh, a big downfall in the type of community because some of these brands are offering bikes for you know their lowest level of bikes coming in at twenty five hundred dollars. So what I've been trying to do with this box state is you know get donations and sponsorships from some of these bigger cycling companies to you know hopefully be able to donate bikes to you know um, people of color, their kids, and just folks who just want to get it riding with us. Um, last year was, I guess, our official year, um, our first first year. You know, we, we did a lot with the community as far as um, we were uh, helping with the Be Woke Vote uh, campaign, you know, getting folks registered to vote. So uh, we had a big campaign downtown in, at Five Points, and I think it was pretty successful. We got a lot of folks uh, registered to vote. And, you know, and we continue to build on that. Um, there's other uh, diverse uh, cycling clubs in Denver. I mean, there's the Major Taylor Cycling Club of Denver. Uh, there's a there's a, a Black Girls Do Bike chapter of Denver. Um, there's another one that started pretty much after George Floyd. It's called Ride for Racial Justice. So I work pretty closely with them. Uh, and, you know, we just put on seminars and, uh, you know, try to promote uh, this healthy way of living amongst the community. That's awesome. So um, you might actually get me into cycling. Maybe you need to get like a BMX version though. Like so cuz I was into BMX biking, man. I got I got me an old yeah. school BMX in here, man. I'm I'm ready to get it, <laughs> you know. So Yeah, it, it it doesn't matter what bike kind of bike you have, man. We'll ride with anybody. I mean, if you have a mountain bike, if you have a unicycle, just come out and ride, you know. You know, I, I put in miles, but, you know, when I ride with groups, I mean, we do, we don't push nobody's limits. We do it, what they're comfortable with. When, I, when I'm when i by myself, I go, like, just uh, two days ago, I rode 75 miles out here in uh, in Sacramento. Goodness. Um, I mean, yeah, I travel with my bike whenever I take trips, and, you know, it's, uh, it, like I said, it's just more uh, of a lifestyle for me now, man. And like I said, it's very therapeutic. helps me get my mind refocused on life, um, you know, just I love it, man. So, yeah, if you ever want to ride, man, you can bring your BMX out. I'll bring my little mountain bike out. We can just just ride, you know. Word. Um, let's let's switch it because um, a lot of people think back in the day with the biker shorts and everything in the fashion. Uh, yeah. Let's let's talk about the fashion in the in the cycling world. You know, let's let's talk comfort and what looks good. So, what are you rocking out there to ride to kind of oh, be fly? Boy. Well, I tell you what. When I first started riding, I told myself I would never ride in these spandex tight jerseys. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah. yeah, I told myself I would not be caught in that. Um, after my second ride, I was like, "Man, I got to switch because those those tight uh, biker shorts got padded, uh, you know, padded booty for you." Because on the bikes I ride, the the padding on your seat is very minimal, uh, so it helps with the comfort for sure. You know, and after you start riding, you get the it grows it grows on you, and it's a, it's a more comfortable feel. I wouldn't be caught dead without riding that now on a road bike. Um, and you know, there's different brands. It's like shoes. It's like basketball gear. There's different brands, so you always want to make sure you lace. Like I got some Rafa gear, which is uh, a big big brand in cycling. I got specialized gear. Uh, you know, so I try to stay fresh. You know, with the the cycling gear. Um, you know, and and that's one thing about uh, you know our people. Uh, I remember I rode from Denver from our house. I rode all the way to Colorado Springs and I met up with, you know, Dwayne, uh, 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 Chiba. Yep. And, and, the, and the first thing out of Dwayne's mouth is, man, what are you wearing? I, I'm like, man, <laughs> if, if only you knew, bro. If only you knew. Yeah. So, I mean, 
you get comfortable with it. And I, I, I would recommend it to anybody. Now, when I do like gravel riding or mountain biking, uh, I, I wear, you know, more loose shorts uh, because I uh, with specialized. They make, uh, you know, just like regular shorts. They have a padded inside as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just wear like dry fit shirts. So, um, yeah, the cycling gear is uh, something that's definitely grown on me. You should have seen me on my first ride, man. I had baggy basketball shorts almost catching my chain. Oh, Francois taking a picture of me like, oh, look at this dude on his bike. And then after, <laughs> yeah, after that, that first, uh, that second ride, man, I was like, yeah, I got to switch over, man. My booty was hurting. And uh, yeah, I, I was just looking silly. But yeah. Is it is it, it a lot of is it a lot for more uh, weight too? Like when you you know you, you wear a lot of, of that gear and it's you know it's yeah not- def- definitely it's weight and uh, wind drag. So you know if you're wearing the tighter shorts, especially if you're doing road cycling like I do, um, you don't want a lot of wind drag when you're riding because uh, that requires more power, uh, you know, more energy as you're riding, especially at higher speeds. So, you know, as, as tight as it can be is what you want when you're road cycling. Um, with mountain biking, it's just more about comfort and making sure, you know, I, you know, I will actually wear uh, my road gear with uh, mountain bikes as well. Um, but when I do longer mountain bike rides, I just wear shorts with the padding in size. But, yeah, because, you know, when you're doing mountain biking, uh, you're not worried about speed too much. You know, it's about comfort, the climbing hills. So you don't have to worry about that wind drag. Right on. Um, how can people get involved in the Box State Cycling Club? Man, so we're, you know, we're, like I said, we're still, uh, trying to get our feet off the ground. Uh, we have a Instagram presence. Um, I'm working on getting, um, you know, our nonprofit, um, you know, uh, credentials going. Uh, but if you want to follow us on, uh, Instagram, it is BXSTCC, so Box State Cycling Club. Um, that's our Instagram presence. We also have a Facebook presence. It is at Box State Cycling Club on Instagram. I mean, on Facebook. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, reach out. Um, you know, we're always looking for opportunities to branch out, um, you know, build with the organizations within the community just to help promote, you know, a healthy way of living. You know, I know a lot of folks out there is living healthy, but, you know, what's another activity? Um, and, you know, once you get on a bike and you ride, you know, riding a bike out in Colorado and other places, man, I'll tell you what, I've been places on a bike that I, you can't even get to on cars, uh, you know, with a car. And it's so beautiful. It's just enjoying nature, enjoying the exercise. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you want to reach out, uh, you know, just to ride or if you have any ideas of uh, ways we can promote even uh, building this uh, cycling club even further, uh, we're all ears. Um, you know, right now we're probably about six members strong, but, uh, you know, we got to we, we work with other other cycling clubs in the community. Uh, so we're just hoping to build uh, and grow more this year. And then, um, you know, we'll see what the future holds for us. That's the something. And so just a question is there. So if someone really can't maybe, you know, get into it full, you know, full fledged right away. Are there are there places where they can maybe go rent bikes or do things like oh, that where they can, you know? Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. So I mean, there's a uh, plenty bike shops around that you can go just rent a bike. Um, there's a giant shop down in Aurora, um, Trek shops. Uh, there's Elevate Cycles, and you can rent a bike for uh, you know like thirty bucks a day. You know, if you just want to take it out, they'll give you a helmet. You know, uh, they'll, they'll make sure you're fitted properly on it, and yeah, you can just ride. Um, a, 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 one big bike shop that I work with quite um, um, extensively is one called Adventure Cycling. It's off of uh, Parker and Quincy. Uh-huh. Um, very, very small shop. It's a veteran-owned shop. And, you know, they have bikes for rent all the time. 
um, good bunch of guys. You know, if you have a local bike shop around you, it's always good just to go build with them and see, you know, if you're looking to get into cycling, you can ask questions about what type of riding you're trying or, you know, you can tell them what type of riding you, uh, you want to do. Um, they'll give you an idea. They'll let you test drive. Even even the newer bikes, they'll let you test test ride those. And if you want to rent a bike, they'll let you do that. So that's what's up, man. Dope. Yeah. Speaking of cycling, okay. so I mean, you're a brother, and you got cycling. And our diversity story of the week is how cycling orgs are pushing for diversity. Um, what is the when you look at this article? And there was a couple of things that stood out. So. Um, generally the bike industry defaults to the lens of the white cisgender heterosexual able-bodied man with class yeah. privilege and that's how yeah. they kind of opened the the article itself so uh, with you cycling and starting your club and stuff uh, and with this article uh, tell us a little bit about the diversity in the cycling world yeah, I mean, there's not much diverse. I mean, uh, up until a few years ago, there wasn't much. Now. You know, with the social injustices that, you know, recently came about, you're seeing a lot more organizations, not just within cycling, but, you know, all around promoting more diversity. Um, so, you know, when I first started in 2018, and that's before a lot of the more prevalent social injustice, you know, I'm looking to buy a bike and, you know, I've had to buy a used bike. And even that used bike was like $1,200. And I'm like, man, you know, if, if you're a person like me who grew up with, you know, not much uh, as far as resources go, how do I afford to get in something like this? So um, when it comes to diversity and cycling, that's what we're trying to do um, in other clubs. We're trying to, you know, because if you're if you're trying to get a quality bike, if you're trying to get, you know, the whole setup, because even kits, uh, when, we, when I talk about kits, that's the shorts and the jersey. Kits are running three hundred, four hundred dollars, you know. Oh. So, you know. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I, uh, my rocket kit for the shorts and the, and the jersey itself was like four twenty five. Like, you know, people can't afford that. Uh, a lot of people. I mean, and so w w we look for sponsorship. We tell them what we're doing. A lot of these clubs are telling us we're trying to break barriers down. Um, there's a there's a cycling club. They're a racing team actually out of uh, Los Angeles called uh, Legion of Los Angeles, and it was started by three brothers. They're all. Uh, they call they're the Williams brothers. It's Justin, Corey, and CJ. They started a cycling team. Um, they're three black brothers. Um, grew up in Crenshaw. I mean, in the Compton, right off of Crenshaw Boulevard. And you know, they were the first uh, black-owned cycling club to get a major sponsorship. They, they're sponsored by Specialized. Which, if you look at their bikes, man, their bikes probably cost fifteen thousand dollars. Well, they're getting they're getting bikes donated to them by this by this bike Specialized. So they can provide to the community, which is dope. And that's what we're trying to get. You know, if 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 we can get the resources and, you know, get our mission out there. And you know, I'm sure it's like this with a lot of other cycling clubs. You know, we can help, you know, just the under, underprivileged youth, uh, you know, people of color. Just get out there and get healthy. And, uh, you know, that's that's why we, you know, we're we're, you know, working with other organizations to try to get us out there and uh, be seen. Um, it's, it's not an easy thing to do, especially, uh, as you mentioned, this, this sport was made for the, um, the, you know, the, the lighter complexion, um, sure. who has the resources to afford, you know, some of these upper end bikes. Um, but if we can get on the map and, you know, get our, our, our mission out there and heard, hopefully we can, you know, provide some, uh, make a difference in the community. 
And the cool thing about this article, too, is they provided like a, a lot of, you know, both national organizations and then local organizations. So if you, you know, if you if you're a person that wants to reach out, um, you can there, there's a lot of resources here. And this this is actually an article that is um, on bicycling dot com. Um, it's a culture article. So if you want to just I, I would say just go to bicycling dot com and type in racial diversity uh, in cycling and this article will come up. But I will tell you that there's a lot of great resources there. And the article yep. mentions something really important to do. And um, <clears throat> it's talking about make sure that you understand the organization that you're doing research about or that you want to join. Um, there's, yep. a, there's a lot of great resources out there. So make sure that you go out there and check them out before you just say, I'm going to join this or join that. See what they're right. about. See what their, you know, see what their passion is. And then I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of different organizations that will help you, um, you know, like you said, uh, just try to get the resources um, to join the sport. So I thought this was a, a, a great way to kind of approach this. Um, and most importantly, again, not only telling people what to do, but giving them the resources to do it. Indeed. Yeah, that, that article is a great read. And like you said, it, it does offer a lot of information about, you know, local cycling clubs. Um, so, yeah, do your research. Um, uh and just get out there and ride, man. Um, we'll, 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 I think with our cycling club, we're going to find the means to to get you know other folks ride in the Denver community, and you know we'll branch out, you know reach Colorado Springs, of course. But yeah, that's that's where we're going, and I hope to see big things from our cycling club. Well, I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, learning about a lot about cycling. Um, would love to get on at. Shug, man, we gonna we gonna get us some road bikes, man, with the with the Negro logo on there, man. That's just, right, man. <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll send you. I'll send yeah. you a picture of my bike. I got my bike state logo on there. I nice. named my bikes too. So, uh, my my road bike is uh, Mima Magawi Bay. So oh, okay, it, it's the first two initials of all my kids. So me is Makaya, Mo uh, Ma is Martin, uh, Mo is Mariah. Uh, Guy is Garrett, and then we is uh, William. So I took the first two initials of all my kids and named my first bike. And then my my gravel bike, his name is Bronson, because that's my new baby. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> dope. Right right yeah, on. man. <laughs> that's yeah, dope. Get, I mean, I'd get out there. You know what I mean? You know, you could mm-hmm. make on. it. I'm sure you make it look fresh, man. So it's it's uh it's you know we can. Everybody needs to get out there and find some new things to get into, man. Fam, what do you Indeed, do man. when you're out there riding and there's a rattlesnake that crosses you? Oh, man, yeah, you definitely got to stay out the way. <laughs> my worst fear is riding next to one and it jumps in my spokes. Oh, That's my worst fear. Yeah. Oh, shit. Because <laughs> I've seen, I've seen yeah. pictures of that happening, yeah. Oh. So, yeah, fortunately, I haven't encountered that. I've seen, like, snakes on the side. Uh, I just go to the other side of the road and keep keep it pushing. That's that's when you put a little extra power into the pedals. Yeah, I'm not I'm not dealing with none of those. <laughs> yeah, I, no I'll doubt. tell you what though, I remember that uh, the time I was running, uh, I was riding from here to Colorado Springs. I left at like four thirty in the morning, and I had to meet people in Castle Rock. So it takes about an hour and a half, two hours down there. But anyway, I'm riding on the Cherry Creek Shell, dark as shit out there, and I got my light on, and a raccoon runs out in front of me. Oh, now I'll tell you, rat, raccoons are slow. But uh, yeah, I, t- I ran them over basically, and oh. oh man, I felt so bad. I had to stop and turn around, make sure he was all right. But I was scared because you know I don't know what raccoons could do. So I was from afar, <laughs> yeah, man. 
but yeah, that that's the closest encounter I've had with nature as far as uh, you know anything me hitting anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty crazy. Wow, yeah, wow. them raccoons can be the size of bears, man. They'll take your wallet if you don't watch out. So. Yeah, shit, Bro. we have them. We yeah, have them in the neighborhood, man. I this shit, it was as big as uh, we have we had an American bulldog, and he passed away a couple years ago. But that raccoon was just a little bit smaller than our than our American bulldog. Oh shit! And it was it's it was huge, man. So I, I definitely Jeez. I've seen some big ones, especially out here in uh in Green Valley Ranch, man. There's a dam oh, yeah. somewhere, and these they're out here. Yeah, I'm good yeah, on man. that. So, Crazy. so speaking of box, you know, box state. Uh, you know, we have a front nine, and our front nine is sponsored by one of the flyest golf companies out there, and we're talking about golf gents. Let's hear from golf gents. <laughs> We all need practice, so why not practice in style? Golf Gents has the dopest gear for the weekend golfer. From the wasted hat line to the master's line, Golf Gents has you covered. For being a friend of Don't Be Alarmed, use code WASTED and receive 20% off your order. Head on over to www.golfgents.com. Awesome. Thank you, Golf Gents. Shout out to AJ for that commercial. Um, so let's run to our front nine. So box date. So it was only right to do something with box. And so uh, we want to talk about our list of top boxers. Um, and so uh, let's let's get into it. I want to I want to see where people landed on your boxing list. So Kaza, uh, who name some of your favorite boxers? Man, I mean, uh, you know, I put a, a list together, top nine. Uh, my, my number nine would have to be Jack Johnson. Um, okay. You know, he was the first black heavyweight champion, you know, ever. You know, there was folks not giving him a chance at the title. Um, and then finally when he got his shot, I mean, he took full advantage of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he, he, had, he has to be on the top list. Um, number eight, I would say Sugar Ray Leonard. Um, nice. you know, it was unfortunate, like, yeah, it was unfortunate his career was cut a little short because of that eye injury. I, I think he could have been a top fiver if he had a, a few more fights in there, but uh, yeah, you, you can't you can't go wrong with Sugar Ray Leonard in the list. Um, let's see, number seven, I had Roy Jones, and uh, I only put him, I'm, I'm a big Roy Jones fan, I think uh, he did amazing things during his career. What hurt him, as far as my list goes, is him trying to do too much and staying in the boxing world a little longer than he should have, um, you know, he should have enjoyed his time, took his credentials and ran. Uh, but he tried to stay relevant, which, you know, <laughs> he, he got embarrassed a few times after that. And and maybe not rapped a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Something uh, it's the one thing. Roy, yeah, exactly. The one thing. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that was uh, what was number seven, uh, number six, Pernell Whitaker, man, Sweet Pea. Uh, wow. He was just uh, yeah. He's uh, he was an amazing fighter, man. So fast. He packed a little bit of punch. It's unfortunate that he passed away not too long ago. Um, but yeah, Sweet Pea's number six on my list. Uh, I put Manny Pacquiao on number five. Um, I mean, considering how many fights he's had in his. In his uh, career, what he's done, I mean, and not only in boxing, man, what he does for the Philippines, um, you know, his community, 
Um, it's, it's just uh, he's an all-around good person, you know what I'm saying? So I have him number five. Um, let me see. Um, Sugar Ray Robinson I had at number four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when, they, when you talk about pound for pound, man, Sugar Ray Robinson, man, he fought across five different weight classes. You know, um, I think he topped off his career with 200 fights and had 108 knockouts. Man, that's crazy. Yep. You know, and that's across five weight classes. So, yeah, I had to put him up there. Um, number three, I had Floyd Mayweather. Yep. Um, I'm not, I'm, you know, he's, yeah, some put him number one. But, uh, there's just something I just didn't like about Floyd, man. But, you know, you can't deny his boxing skills, man. But, uh, maybe it was, you know, later on in his career. He's a great defender, don't get me wrong. But at times, I felt he ran um, <laughs> in some fights. But, Fair. you know, like I said, no no denying his boxing skills. Um, yep. Number two, I had Muhammad Ali. You know, you can't – uh-huh. he's definitely a top two for me. And yep. then, uh, yeah, some, some folks will argue with my number one pick, Mike Tyson. Bro. Yep. Mike Tyson uh, it was just a beast in his prime, man. There's, I don't think nobody was seeing him. If he didn't lose focus, started messing with the wrong people. Um, I think – his down, you know, where he started to go downhill was after Customato died, man. You know, that was his guidance. Yeah. If he, if if Customato was, you know, alive a little longer and kept him focused, who knows what he could have done, man. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Agreed. that's that's my top list right there. Great list, man. Great list. Great list. Thanks, man. I'll uh I'll roll through mine. So uh, number nine, I put Tommy Hearns, the Hitman. He was out there. He boxed. Uh, it was good to see him. Sugar Ray Robinson is at eight. I got Roy Jones at seven, just like you, fam. I got Joe Lewis out there at six. Um, I got Sugar Ray out there. Four, I got Evander okay. Holyfield. He don't he don't get a lot of credit, but Evander was out there. I mean, he he beat some of the top cats out there and was he getting a, them. He beat a lot of knees too. Yes, he did because he got a lot of kids. You ain't lying about that. He got a lot of children. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, number three, I got Money Mayweather. Pound for pound, I could have moved him at one. There's going to be arguments there. But he fought well. He defends well. He's great. Muhammad Ali, number two. And then I'm just like you. Mike Tyson, growing up and watching Mike Tyson fight was something else. It didn't matter if he was going to knock a person out in 30 seconds or not. Everyone was watching the fight. Mm-hmm. Everyone's out there going to spend that money on pay-per-view. And it was something about his intimidation factor. So not only did he stay relevant with the hip-hop and the music, he always came out with fly music, but this dude would come out shredded, big as shit, in a cutoff towel, old school, always kept it funky. Black trunks, mm-hmm. yep. black Black shoes right there, just straight. His original no, no, black. No ones. razzle dazzle. Nothing. Black, razzle-dazzle. black, black, on, on, black, black. on black, man. Yeah, and that exactly. was it. So uh, people can argue, and you guys can sit in the hate of week, and you can talk about Mike Tyson being number one for for everyone, but uh, go fuck yourself. We'll talk about your mama <laughs> next week. So, uh, Reg, on to you. Yeah, so, man, I, this this is a tough list, but I'm just going to go. I'm just going to throw these guys out there. But I, I do, I definitely think, you know, the the top guys that I'm going to mention, those are definitely the top of my list. So I'm just going to go with Ali. I think he transcended so much more than life. Um, and to me, I think he's, you know, he is the greatest. I think that that he is still impacting people's lives um, through the things that he did in his life. You know, he wasn't, per- he wasn't a perfect man, 
But at, at the in the ring, he gave it all. Like he was ready to he was willing and ready to die. Um, and he almost did, he said a couple of times. So I, I respect the hell out of that. Uh, Mike Tyson, he was the, you know, the original to me, like the original, uh, just a dude growing up when I was like, man, that's a, that's a mean dude. I don't want to meet that motherfucker in no corn, like in no alley. You know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of dude, you know, like I always think back to that ghetto boy song when little Bushwick Bill was talking about. Like that's the that's the that's the motherfucker I see in my sleep. Yeah, that's the kind of dude like Mike Tyson. Yeah, like you think about that shit and just be like, damn, I ain't going through that alley. No. Um, you know, uh, I gotta put um, and this is for pure of I've just recently understood this man's story, Roberto Duran. Okay, that man came from nothing. He came from the the I mean just the poverty like you cannot even imagine and for him to go ahead and take the boxing world the way that he did um he fought some tough fights and you know he you know he was in the no moss fight where he you know he did give up but he was fighting he fought great fighters i think when i when i look at if you there's a there's a there's a i think it's four kings is the name of the the show or the the documentary it's on showtime it uh it's a documentary about sugar ray roberto duran Tommy Hearns and marvelous Marvin Hagler. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen that, go check that shit out. Um, and that's why I respect the hell out of Roberto Duran because of where he came from. Um, Felix Trinidad, okay. another guy. I, I respect the hell out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't. He didn't bow down from nobody. He was a uh, one of the to me one of the most pound for pound um, good, the greatest one of the greatest fighters. Um, and he didn't duck nobody. He was ready to fight any and all comers. Uh, I got to put Mayweather up there. Um, but I agree. Just his his personality kind of throws that other shit off for me personally. Uh-huh. Um, but I also I respect uh, Manny Pacquiao, Canelo Alvarez, uh, Sugar Shane Mosley. I always thought he was a he fought way too long. But when he was at, yeah. when he was at the top of his game, he was really good. Um, Lennox Lewis, I yeah. always thought was a was a great fighter. And uh, I, Jim, uh, Jim Lampley, I think, what is, isn't that the, isn't that the dude announcer's name? Yeah. But when he would call a Lennox Lewis fight, that shit used to, I used to just die rolling because of the way that he would describe Lennox's punches. You know, he, you know, Lennox had a cold ass jab. And every time that uh, he would be sticking that shit out there, you know, Jim would be like, oh, he sticks it again. And every time he, that's all he would fucking say. You'd be watching the fights and just be like, damn, this motherfucker keeps saying that. But <laughs> <laughs> Every time the jab is out there, it was busting motherfuckers up, man. So sure. Lennox was a, he had the halt of a lion. Yes, he did. Um, and that's what I always remember. He even said that, that was what he said about himself. Yeah. So just some of these boxers, man, to me were um, bigger personalities than anything else. And I respect the hell out of Thomas Hearns too, because he was a dude from Detroit, mm-hmm. wasn't giving shit and made the most out of his life, you know? So yeah. To me, boxing is always has has always been that that kind of a a bridge, and you know those guys come from very um, you know minimal means. And in, and when you were talking about uh, Jack Johnson, that dude was an original Negro. I'm gonna tell you that <laughs> <laughs> that dude was an original Negro man because he was he was running around trying to marry white women back in 1908. 
Yeah. Like this dude. Yeah, that's that's what he got convicted of. The man yeah. act. Like yeah. what they say, transport him in the cross state yeah. or uh, immoral behavior or something yep. like that. That was crazy. And so, yeah, yeah, man. I mean, he just think about that. Uh, you know, about it really wasn't that long ago. You know, and yeah, we're talking about this man who was a heavyweight, you know, champion of the world. Um, he won it fair and square, but nobody respected him for it. You know, but the one thing I will say about him, um, you know, and uh, it's, it's again, it, do your history, go back and, and read about Jack Johnson and you'll learn something about him. Um, I think it's uh, where he came from, where his family came from and what they had to deal with. And, you know, just imagine trying to be a heavyweight championship and being black in 1908. Yeah, Thanks. man. Yeah, height of the Jim Crow era, bro. Right. Yeah. And and shout to the hitman who was on the Martin show. And everyone remembers <laughs> how he, he beat the shit out of Martin. And Martin was yeah. talking shit and he said, Hey, they call you the hitman. He uh but Sugar said they call you the get hitman, and that shit had me out. <laughs> yeah, man. So oh, shout boy. out. Uh Let's let's roll into the the back nine. So the the back nine, fam. We gonna ask you a few questions, kind of talk about just rapid fire questions, uh, just answer quick answers if you want, um, and then we'll go from there. So um, if you were playing golf on Sunday, are you wearing red like Tiger or no? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. As much as I like that guy. Uh, for me, being Korean and black, I would think too many people would be like, oh, he's trying to be like Tiger. That's that's just my thought process behind that. So, nah. Okay. <laughs> Fair. Uh, what skills translate from cycling um, into other sports like golf? Um, I, I guess just the coordination. And uh, I wouldn't necessarily call it a skill, but just the endurance. You know, you got to have uh, some stamina. Uh, when you're playing, even golf, man, it doesn't seem like you exert that much energy, but you definitely need some stamina, man. I've I've, I've had rounds where I just I was tired by like twelve. Wow. So, yep. Yeah. Um, are you a flat bill, curved bill, visor, or bucket, or none of the above? Flat bill. Yeah, man. I used to when I played when I was playing golf early in my career. Uh, I, I I call it a career now. Early in my day. I, I would have the rounded bill, but nah, I, I just grew grew away from that. So I'm a flag bill guy. Okay, just like that that one on your head right now. Yes, I sir. need that hat too. Okay, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, music or no music? Oh, music, definitely. Mm-hmm. I what? think, yeah, man. For me, man, like I listen to music, like even old school, like especially old school, and it just puts me in a place and time in my life that just brings back some great memories i mean even the bad memories like this i I can always place myself in that era listening to old songs i I love music come on yeah none of this new stuff but a lot of the old stuff man so Mm -hmm. um so uh most fashionable golfer we got ricky tiger phil jt female brooks or bryson who who you picking as the most fashionable golfer man can i go outside of that list yeah Mm-hmm. Paul Casey. Okay. Yeah, go look him up, man. Paul Casey, we're getting down. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Paul Casey, man. He be wearing the J's too out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I like it. But, but I didn't yeah, even think I, about I it. I think the next one will be Bubba, though. Bubba, he be getting down, man. Do you remember that uh, 
that Instagram. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, e. yeah, he gets yeah. it. My only yeah. problem with Bubba is sometimes we're we're taking this matching thing a little far. So this he just don't give a shit. Like he he'll have on a purple Jays and a green shirt. And I'm like, hey man, <laughs> yeah. what is you doing out here, yeah. Bubba? It, different cat, man. He's he's different cat. Yeah. Uh, favorite club in your bag? Uh, I'd say my my putter. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Like I can always hit my putter. I mean, <laughs> so yeah. yeah, the putter. Your favorite oh. golf brand? Titleist. I'm yeah. a brand whore too. I I knew you were gonna say that. Uh, <laughs> So since the putter is is your favorite club, like would you, how do you, do you treat it any different than any of your other clubs? Yeah, I actually got it. I I, I got my putter customized, so it's it's got the Korean logo on it. It's hmm. uh it's all black. Yeah, I'll show you at the next round. That's what's up, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it customized uh, a couple years ago. What's what's gonna go down on, on uh you know you are a fellow hard knock slicer, so we got to ask you this. You know, or what's going down in your matchup on Sunday? Uh, depends on who I play. If I play Mike, then I'm talking shit to Mike all day. I like talking <laughs> shit to that guy. Um, anybody else, man, it's just business as usual. Just go out and try to make some good shots. But with Mike, it's uh, uh, I think that's when I bring out the mouth wedge. <laughs> love it. Yeah, man. Hey, love, it. <laughs> love it, man. Love it. Indeed. So uh, that wraps up our back nine. Um, and, and Shook, man, it, it's time to get into our favorite segment. And people love this segment, and I love it too, and I want to hear from everybody. So it's the hate segment of the week. We're going to talk about some shit that we hating on for the week. Um, and just to set the tone, I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and go. And then we'll let we'll let Martin go after myself. And then Reg always brings up the rear because he always has some great hate. So for me, I'm hating on the Marshall over at uh, Heather Ridge. <laughs> we ran into to this dude and he wanted us to speed up play. And we're 60 yards from a person because they booked so many people in front and people were walking. So like four four parties ahead of us. Th- that was the slow people. But for some reason, he kept wanting to fuck with me and Suge out here on the course. And so the first time we let it slide. And then the second time he had to hear a little piece of mouth action. And not only from us, but he got it from some of our old school white partners right behind us. that gave him a little <laughs> business too. It was yeah, like, hey man. And so, yeah. you know, either you know how to be a marshal or you don't. But don't yeah. come don't come rolling up on the Negroes because you're gonna get that mouthpiece, <laughs> mm-hmm. and we're gonna talk about your mama Absolutely. and everything about it, and uh, it just you know, go ahead and fuck off, homie. Yeah. Uh, over it at the like Ridge, a, like an old fucking Don Ho ass dude from like the old Vegas days. Yeah, slick, man, slick back hair, you know, oh, just man. a real asshole. Yeah, for no reason. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was just being yeah. an asshole, and they said he's always in a bad bad mood hey man go ahead and retire with your bitch okay yeah and then i'm off those people man you think uh, with attitudes like that you're in a a, a position where you got to interact with people man Mm -hmm. when i see people like that i'm like man did he just get beat up by his wife is that why he's out here hey yes he could have (laughs) it's a bad day every day for you 
Hey, since he, so I'm just going to say this, man. So if, you know, if he's having issues at home, man, then go pay to get some so you can start being in a better mood, man. Cause you Bro. are a straight, this dude is a straight at, this dude is a straight asshole. So you, yeah. you deserve everything that's coming back to him. Yep. And he deserves yeah. these nuts. And he's going to get <laughs> all of them next time. So, hey, fam, go ahead and give your hate. Man, you know, with all the, uh, you know, the COVID stuff and the social distancing, I, I guess my hate is, you know, personal space. I mean, I'll be standing in line out here. I was standing in line at the Starbucks and literally this lady was behind me like three inches. Like, why are you so close? <laughs> and I noticed like ever since they kind of lifted the restrictions on, I got comfortable having my, my personal space. Now I don't, I don't like it. No more. People, people are getting a little bit too comfortable getting too close to me. I'll be able to look at people like, yo, you got to back up. Maybe but she yeah, maybe she hate, liked man, how she, you know? maybe she liked how you smelled. Man, that was about, during my bike ride. I was she liked sweat, uh, sweaty armpits. Yeah, okay. Thanks. She was literally like her 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 booze could probably touch me right in my back. That's how close she was. That's what she wanted. I was like, man, <laughs> right <laughs> for me to rub up on her. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need my personal space. That's what I'm hating on. Give me my personal space. Nice. Should, <laughs> yeah, you know, man, I'm. I, there's a lot of things in life, man, that you sometimes gotta overlook. But there's one thing that I really can't, and it's, you know, we have some respect for, you know, and this this goes out to all the there's there's a lot of us that are homeowners, and you know, I know we go out here and we do the right things, and you know, we take care of the the neighborhood that we live in. But then from time to time, you live next door to some motherfuckers who don't give a shit about their lawn. Mm-hmm. You know, they shit is all weeded up. And, yeah. you know, it's just what the fuck, man? Yeah. Or, you know, turn on the turn on the water. You know what I'm saying? How hard is it to turn <laughs> on the water? Um, right. you can wash your funky ass, but you can't wash your grass. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> Like that's, that's yeah. just, uh, there's so many, cause I live on a, I live on a, like, there's what, how many, I'm trying to think how many houses on this, this little strip of street that I got here. It's probably eight, eight of those out of eight, out of those eight houses, there are two that have decent lawns mm. and we live right next door to each other. Yikes. Outside of that, <laughs> the whole fucking, the whole block is, is hot. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and I know, boy. I know water costs money, man, but shit, if you can't, why are you living in this neighborhood then? Right. That's my have yeah, some that's, pride. Yeah. Have some pride, man, because it's it's just taking our it's taking the the value of the of the properties down. It just doesn't even look right. Again, if yeah. I'd even tell motherfuckers to zero skate. If you ain't gonna do nothing, then then just put some rock in the front of your shit. Make it look nice. Exactly. <laughs> I'm cool with that. Yeah. He's gonna have to look at the bullshit and if I right. throw if I throw a match on your shit, it's probably gonna burn the whole thing up. <laughs> So I quick, whew, just like you know. So I just come on, yeah. motherfuckers, have some more respect for your grass and your neighborhood. And then I'm, I'm gonna hate on 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 some on uh, fucking Safeco insurance. Oh, okay. Them, them motherfuckers is some hoes. Yeah, I'm gonna tell y'all about why they such they they are some hoes. Okay, I was involved in an accident where a motherfucker hit me. He was captured on he was captured on a recording not only by my my insurance but his own insurance and saying this accident was my fault 
and these motherfuckers don't want to pay now. Oh, so I tell you what, oh, wow, safe insurance, you can get these nuts and get, let me go ahead and get these nuts and one more again. These nuts, you can get three <laughs> these nuts for fucking with over here, man, because I'm sick and tired of fucking with y'all. Pay what you owe and break that bread. Yeah, break bread, niggas. That's crazy. Yeah, crazy, man. Yeah. Well, that wraps up for our segment of. So let's uh, turn to something a little bit more relaxing and uh, should introduce the gig and golf song of the week. Man, this will mellow you out after any what are we hating on. If you if you uh just turn on any Larry June cut. But this uh he's got another album out. It's called Orange Print. Uh the song is called Tangible Assets, and he is bringing us another banger. Yes, sir. Relax. In the bring in this case, seen it in my eyes. I was stressed, I ain't come to play. I was both 58 and 63. When it's time to skate, time a hug with the white bitch. I'm in Mission Bay. I don't do security, hollow tips to hit your DNA. Bottle water, about to go jogging. Then it's back to paper. Cool kid, I know what the mags got a cool collection. If I make a hundred thousand, then I'm saving 98. Ocean Beach, right down my goals, and I like the J. First class. When I'm on the flight, need the extra space. Bitch, you talk a little too much when you off the chain. Rarely do you see me in the club. I'm a busy man. Heart broke, crying about the bitch. Nigga, get your man. Got a couple whips on drive. Park the tap for rent. Everything I do is from the heart. You wouldn't understand. Man, that's Larry June, man, bringing the heat. Cold blooded. Homeboy said, hey, 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 that shit's cold. I'm with that. Yeah, I like that. So, uh, we're about to end the show. And at the end of the show, we like to give our shout outs. So, fam, go ahead and give your shout outs. Let them know where they man, can find I'm, you. Man. Indeed, man. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at I A M or I M Me Jones. So that's I A M M E J O N E S. Uh, Box State Cycling Club on Instagram at B X S T C C. Oh, man, you won't find me on Facebook. My name's in Korean. Uh, <laughs> Twitter presence, man. <laughs> the real M E Jones. Uh, but if you do try to look me up on Facebook, just go to E. Mitch's page. Go down to his last friend. I'm probably that guy. Oh, that's cold blooded. It's not even like that, fam. Come on. No, I'm just saying, just because it's in Korean, okay. I'm either the first guy All on right. your list or the last guy. Fair. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's where you can find me, man. Appreciate you guys. Right on, Suge. As always, man. Just uh, you know, the shout out to the listeners. Um, you know, we're, we're continuing to grow this thing and we appreciate you guys coming along the journey with us. Uh, this is a, you know, this is cool, man. We just love talking shop. We love just talking shit. Um, you know, we all grown. And so, you know, if I offended anybody, fuck you. 
but, <laughs> but anyways, man, we just having fun with this thing, man. So again, we appreciate y'all riding with us. Uh, shout out, shout out to my family. Um, you know, turn another, turn another year older this year and, and just appreciate. Yes, sir. You know, Happy the, birthday. The, uh, thank you, man. And just the blessing that to be here and uh, to just have a, you know, this has been a, a rough stretch for a lot of us, man, in terms of coming out of the pandemic, but you know, just again, take care of each other, man. And, and that's all I, that's all I ask, but uh, we appreciate everyone going on this ride with us and uh, we got more good things coming up to you. Yes, sir. Uh, shout out to my fan band, man. They, they, they keep me grounded and they, they help us because, you know, Sugar and I, man, we, we got them Moto Caddy sent by, by a sponsor. Shout out to Mikey, yeah. man, Moto Caddy. Thank you, Mikey. We, we love y'all, man. You, yep. you hear what we're doing and, and they said, Hey, take this product and try it out. So shout out to that. Uh, my fam, I love them. Uh, you know, just for, for letting me be able to do this and, and to live my dreams and, mm-hmm. and to do whatever and just have fun on the side besides, breaking bread every month for for creating stuff so that's right uh and we're gonna we're gonna bring you guys some uh we're gonna send some we're gonna put some shit out there some video content out on our social media soon yeah as we play some rounds man so uh look yes, out for indeed. that as well uh shout out to the bushwood golf country club love the bushwood love the bush uh hard knock slice crew hey shout out to y'all see y'all sunday uh good luck this weekend uh, let's see who goes low. Uh, Red Cup boys coming at you. All mm-hmm. of us will be talking shit about all kind of sports, not just golf, but we're going to talk about sports, life, everything. So that's coming soon. And then shout out to all our guests. My fam, he's mm-hmm. traveling. He decided to hop on. He was in the airport. He's recording. And I appreciate that. We have a lot yeah, of great indeed. guests in the past. And we got some really great guests coming up in the future. Uh, we have some great things scheduled. A lot of surprises, and we appreciate the listeners for being able to lift us and do this thing. So, uh, yes, with indeed. that, should go ahead and take us out. Yeah. So before we before we get out of here, man, I just want to give a shout out. Uh, one last one to my homeboy Bellardi. May you rest in power, brother. Yeah. Man. Um, found out about you, uh, you know, passing, and um, we went to high school together and and built a lot of me- a good memories. He had a a band uh, called No One Left Standing, and um, you know you know blessings to his family and i know y'all are going through a lot but you know just look to the man upstairs uh but um as we always tell you man take care of each other take care of yourself and uh, we all going through this thing together and uh just take it day by day man and do what you can and uh with that peace peace we out of here don't be alarmed we're negroes El Negro.